This Kansas Lottery 300 betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Join our free season-long pick'em for a chance to win $300 and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet. Sign up link in the SGPN app. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Fantasy Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Drivers, start your engine! Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez. And Cody Zeeb. The week rolls on, and so do we. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He, as always, is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez. We are getting set for the Kansas Lottery 300 Xfinity race. Cutoff race in the playoffs intensified. If there was a gift for this, it would be playoffs intensified with, like, fire, Elmo fire spitting around it but uh cody yeah this is this is a big one for these guys and you know they're going to be leaving it all out on the table yeah for sure and this is like we've got all three series at kansas this weekend and all three races are our playoff implicated races right it's the the cutoff for the truck race um for for the first round they'll move into the second round next week it's you know second round of our second that's always such a weird way to say that the second race of the first round is what you're trying to go for in the cup series. And this is it for the, the Xfinity guys, right? This is their regular season finale. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be an intense weekend. Be a lot of storylines to keep track of. There's some, some news and stuff regarding the whole playoff situation. Everything we'll talk to talk about here in a few, but uh, yeah, it's, this is going to be a good weekend. Um, cup and trucks had been at Kansas earlier this year. Xfinity has not. They were, I think they just had an off week actually uh, that week. So that was one of their, one of their few off weeks where they didn't have a race. So this will be their first trip here this season. And uh, man, we've, we saw, we've seen how oh, this was probably the best cup series race we've had this year uh, at Kansas earlier this year. Now you get the Xfinity series, which is one of the best series each and every week battling it out here. Last race before the playoffs, we've got a, uh, a battle for the regular season championship. We've got a battle for the cut line. If we happen to get a surprise winner, which I think would be kind of shocking at this point, but not necessarily completely impossible. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun race. And more importantly, 
Well, and maybe to our detriment, I don't know. Do you decide out there, no cup drivers in this. Obviously, we want them all to be able to race each other for the chance to get in the playoffs, so there will be no regulars, no no uh, cup regulars in there. No, none yes. of the guys that don't qualify for it. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to be, they're going to be racing it out against each other. Nobody to lean on. No Kyle Larson's, no Denny Hamlin's to... To, to get in the way, no Kyle Bushes, no Ross Chastain's, uh, just mono e mono Xfinity style. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, now uh, I believe it's no anybody that's that's competing for points in the Cup Series, not allowed to race Xfinity the rest of the season. Not allowed to race trucks the rest of the season. Changes the odds a little bit, Rod. Uh, things are not as nice as they were last week for sure. A little bit more of a struggle to find some stuff you really like this week, just because. Man, that's that's what we love about when the Cup Series guys come down, like. And it, we killed it last week because we got all that good value out there. Um, but there is 40 cars for 38 spots in this race. Um, notables will be Joe Graff Jr. in the number 19. Connor Mosack is back in the 24. Uh, da, 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 that's really... Raja Karuth is in the 45. That's really the only notables. Derek Krause is the other notable. I was going to say he's you're skipping over one of you're skipping over well, one was, of the biggest I was ones. To that part. <laughs> he's listed on the entry list as in the number ten car, but Colleg announced today that uh, the current driver of the number eleven, you should know who that is. He is going to be switching to the number ten car for the remainder of the season. Uh, so Derek Krause will be in the eleven car this week. So now I think we have to refer to him. Do we still refer to him as number 11, or do we refer to him as number 10 now? I don't know how that's going to work exactly. Still not saying his name. <laughs> uh, but the, this is similar to, to Bubba Wallace switching to the 45 last year in, in, uh, in 23-11. It's the same thing. Unless the 11 car were to win this weekend, uh, the colleague 10 is in the owner playoffs, and the 11 is not. Um, so, so Mr. H there will do. Oh, I'm not going to call him Mr. H. That's not. That's, that's, <laughs> that's even that's worse. for Rick Hendrick. That's, right? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Okay, number 11, we'll drive number 10, and Krause will be in the number 11. That does start this weekend at Kansas. So when you're watching the race, keep that in mind. That, uh, I'll say his name one time. Daniel Hamrick is going to be in the number 10 car. We'll still refer to him as some sort of number because I don't like to say his name because he's cost us way too much money. <laughs> Wait, and so it's what's crazy about it, too, is that you think about it. In his own right, he couldn't even get into the owner's championship. Yet in the 10 car, which was passed around like uh, well, a, a, a sandwich at a uh, Bob Marley concert. I'm kind of mixing <laughs> metaphors here. Uh, you know, it's that's that's how it is, right? It's That's the way it yeah, works. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm a bit surprised we don't see this. Like, I'm surprised the 51 truck in the, in the truck series, like, you got Jack Wood racing. Like, why when, why didn't they swap that with like? Although I don't think technically, I think Nick Sanchez is rev racing, and not necessarily KBM. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised we almost don't see it more because it makes sense, right? You got Kyle Larson and Kyle Bush, and uh, trying to think who else. Almarola drove the ten, right at Sonoma. No, that's a, it's a Chevy. He's a Ford. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, not Almarola. That was. That was... Uh, but and so like the wins that like when Kyle Larson won in the car. That doesn't lock it into the playoffs because he's not eligible as far as the owner's points go, but they racked up owner's points still throughout the season, and, and like that's what gets the car in. So it makes complete sense because the rest of the season now, it's going to be more scrubs in the car, right? It's Derek Cross this week, and he's fine, but it's you don't get Kyle Larson. You don't get Kyle Bush anymore. So you put the guy that's in there regular, and he's won an Xfinity. As crazy it is as it is, he's won the Xfinity Series championship before, uh, and, and so you're putting him in there to earn the points. So it makes sense in that part but it is funny because 
wasn't even good enough all season to make it on his own. Granted, that a car only made it because it had all stars in it, but an Almendinger, I guess, would be the other notable. There you go. He drove I'm a bunch a of races. Car, so. Hold on, let me take more. Yeah. Let me take a drink of more of this. <laughs> I, I need to wake up a little more this morning. Yeah, We're recording this it's early not. today, so it's I, early for Rod today. So, hang on. Um, let's see. To uh, paint the Xfinity Series um, playoff picture here, so you've got the battle for the regular season championship. Austin Hill is currently the leader. John Hunter is 23 points out. Justin Allgaier is 33 points out. So stage points are going to be huge for those three guys this week. Finishing position going to be huge for those guys. Uh, those are the only three that can win it. Custer's 107 back. So one of those three guys will leave as the champion. And even second place is important because I believe you get 15 bonus points for... I don't remember... I'll have to check on Xfinity. I don't remember if they get 15 for first. But you get bonus points for first, bonus points for second, uh, just like over in the Cup Series. Um, as far as the bubble drivers go, uh, Josh Berry and Sheldon Creed clinched their spots last week. Uh, number 11, who's going to be in number 10 this week, is plus 55. Um, so he's he's pretty well close to being locked in. He actually just needs to start the race. Once he starts the race, uh, he is locked in. So, uh, But the battle rod, Riley Herbst is plus one. Parker Kligerman is minus one. So talk about a battle at the cutoff if we don't get a new winner which looking below the cutoff line a guy that we're going to talk about way more than i'm comfortable with today but it's going to happen anyways brandon jones is 79 points out so he has to win to get in he is a guy that definitely could other than that uh, there's nobody realistically below the cutoff line that that i think could get into victory lane um so if it's not brandon jones winning that Herbst and, and Kligerman thing is going to come down to a couple of stage points here and there, a couple of positions on the track. It could be very, very intense. So uh, that that is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, when is this race? Is Saturday afternoon, I believe, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yes, yeah. that's a two two p.m. Central. So yeah, and then we get we get Xfinity on Friday night again next week. Oh, I'm so excited. And Dale Junior's back. Oh, I'm so excited for next Bristol next week. I don't want to look too far ahead because Kansas is going to be really good, but. Bristol next week's gonna be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, I hope you guys are ready to watch a lot of forty-eight and uh, and ninety-eight cameras because they're yeah, going to be all over them. <laughs> talking about them all day long. <laughs> we will, we will, and we'll also be talking about our great finds over on DraftKings. All of the odds that we were able to find over there, but guys, it's football season. If you're listening to this today, which is Wednesday. Tomorrow's the day. If you're listening to this on Thursday, tonight's the night. Or if you listen to it on Friday, I hope you enjoyed the Lions and the Chiefs because it was probably a blowout and uh, you were probably hoping to find something else to watch for the last, I don't know, quarter and a half of that show or that game, but whatever. Anyways, you can always find good odds on all that stuff on DraftKings. And the good thing is that NFL is here and NFL is an official sports betting partner with DraftKings and you can't miss the offers that they're offering for week one. This week, new customers, if you've been waiting around, this is your chance. You're going to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up, though, so not just new customers. With Game Day Greatness, all customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check out the app. See what you get. Again, we're loving the fact that we're getting all these, and we'll, we'll talk about our favorite uh, DraftKings odds when we start getting there uh, as we start giving the picks. So uh, we, won't, we won't bog it down this one, but download the app now. 
Use code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting $5. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for detail and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. I hate buying tickets because it's always so stressful because I never understand when I need to buy them. Like if I buy them early, then maybe I am getting them at too much of a price. If I'm buying them late, then I'm getting the price jacked up for sure. All that stress is gone now. Thanks to the Game Time app. They are giving me the best deals on last minute tickets, some flash sales even. So it rewards my procrastination or my unwillingness to actually set a schedule so I know when to buy tickets for my favorite sporting event, my favorite game, my favorite whatever it is, cricket match. I don't think they have any out here, but if they did, I'd probably wait to the last minute to buy tickets for those as well. Stop doing that. Download the Game Time app now. Get all of those special deals on all of that. You get killer last-minute ticket deals, best prices guaranteed. So stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you are going to have. Not to mention... If you don't know what the venue looks like, you're going to get a picture straight from the seat that you're going to sit in when you enjoy whatever you are enjoying. So, literally, just get there. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Cody, if you were waiting till the last minute to buy tickets for Kansas, now's your chance because you only yeah. have a couple days. Now is a good chance. Uh, I wish I wish I was going there because I would love to be buying tickets. Ugh, I'm sad about it, but oh well. Uh, all right. Uh, I know there's a few other things that we probably should be touching on before we start uh, actually previewing the race. So uh, the, the pressing news that's out there, there's a couple of driver signings and a couple of, uh, of pertinent information as we start gearing up toward the the last few races of this season. Coach. Yeah, so yeah, so we talked about Denny Hamlin obviously re-signing. Uh, some, some smaller news, Harrison Burton is going to be back. Um, this is per Jordan Bianchi of The Athletic. He's expected to return. I, I don't know that I've ever seen Jordan Bianchi report something that's not happened. So uh, he's, he's very trustworthy when it comes to that. Um, so yeah, Harrison Burton's going to be back in 2024. Uh, I mean, yeah, I Money talks, I guess. I, I don't know. That's I'd love to see a Zane Smith get that ride, or I don't know. But oh well, I, look, the Harrison Burton Harrison thing to me, <laughs> it's 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 interesting in that I feel like he's gun. He's a good driver, and they want they want to do something with him. They want to make him a thing. I feel like this. I, how long was the deal? I didn't see. Did they report how long uh, the deal was? I don't. I didn't actually read the athletic story, so I'm okay. not sure if it said. I think it just said back for. Uh, let's see. I just I had it here and I would have lost it. Uh, is expected to return. Is all, and I don't. Okay. I don't have the story right. Okay. Well, I mean, again, I feel it. like I feel like they're trying to give him a chance. I, I, I would guess yeah. it's it's a one year. I mean, honestly, I mean, I think the only reason, really, realistically, he got this right, he's got a lot of backing, right? Is He's got the Burton name to him, and, and that carries some weight, I think, for sure. Um, and, and Dex is all in. Dex Imaging is all in on him. I mean, they've sponsored him the whole time, up through the ranks, and, and they've been with him here in the Cup Series. That helps a lot when you're on these smaller teams. Yeah, this is basically another Penske team, right? But 
for the Wood Brothers owning it, technically, they're looking more for for a sponsorship, and they've got some of the Ford Motorcraft stuff they've always had. But uh, when they have a driver that can bring something else in, it's uh, it is what it is. I don't know. I mean, you look at the Penske lineup, and it's like, well, they're they're set. Like the Penske lineup could not change for the next ten years. I mean, realistically, like it could be those three drivers for a long time. So, do you really need to try super hard to develop someone? I mean. Because in my opinion, right, you bring a Zane Smith in there, and that's like the perfect stepping stone. That's where we saw Ryan Blaney got his start in this car. Like he got his first win at Pocono in this car, and and then he jumped over into they added the third car at Penske and and all that. But when you don't really have anywhere to put him, do you need to worry about trying to to groom someone to come over to Penske if you're planning on having these three for a long time? I don't know. So it's and Harrison is not a bad driver by any means, and he's he does okay, but. And he's had some some upside races, right? And and we've cashed a few bets on him here and there. It's not super snazzy or sexy, but it's it's it is what it is. <laughs> well, and as far as the Xfinity series goes, and and how this impacts that, obviously, you know, the the pipeline goes up. So when a driver like Harrison Burton does resign with the twenty one, which could have been an open ride for Zane Smith, for uh, any any one of these other guys that could have come up from the Xfinity, then it kind of, kind of blocks that that path as well. Now, we know that there will be some cars opening up. We already know that there's some rides that, that have been filled already. But, um, you know, when you take one of those off the table, I'm sure the 21 and Wood Brothers thought they were locking them up for good. But it's kind of like, meh, you know, it's, it, yeah. what do you do? Well, and this, this, I mean, kind of has a big domino effect as far as Zane Smith goes. Because you look at Zane Smith now, right? And, and he was the hottest name for a minute, although his name's kind of cooled off a little bit here lately. And his performance is kind of maybe why. But... Uh, you look at Ford rides available now, right? And and cars that are open right now, we have the 31 car. Um, we've got a Rick Ware car that's technically, I guess, open. But if, oof, that's, you know, they got Justin Haley. But I don't know if you still want a Rick Ware car at this point. Um, and that's, that's so you got a Chevy, one's a Ford. Are the Stuart Haas rides open? The 10 and the 41? Is somebody else buying those? We don't know is uh, yeah, there's no other like Ford rides like that I can think of that are really open. He doesn't now he doesn't have to. I don't think he's got some some exclusive contract with Ford or anything. So he could switch if we see that a lot. Right. Guys like William Byron were brought up through Toyota and ended up in the Cup Series with Hendrick. Right. And so uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see his his options are, are drying up a little this after the 38 was we went back to Todd Gilland and, and McDowell stays at the 34. Those two rides sealing up. And then the 21 was kind of the ride like, okay, maybe Zane goes to that one. And he's not. So I, I don't know. It's, it does seem like his options may be closing in a little bit, which will be interesting then. Does he return to the truck series for another season? Like if he's a guy that's going to be taking the steps forward, maybe he gets an Xfinity ride, but there's almost no Ford Xfinity, right? I mean, You've got the two Stewart Haas cars. Custer, I don't think, is going anywhere. The 98, there's a big question there. But if Haley Deegan's got the sponsor, like she could get that right. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to kind of see how how the dominoes continue to fall. They told us the 31 car, or they told us one of the Colleague cars, because the 16 could be open as well. But uh, they've Colleague says they've signed someone, right? And it's a shocker. So maybe it's Zane Smith. Maybe that's a shocker. He's leaving Ford, going to Chevy with them. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see how the rest of that shakes out. I feel like I I mean 
I'm sitting here trying to put all the pieces together as well. And, and right. This is a big puzzle and there's pieces yeah. all over and you don't know what all the pieces are yet either. Cause like we don't know about the 16 is the 16. Oh, Cause there's, there's potentially, you know, one ride really open at this point, the 31, but the 16 could be open. The 10 could be open. The 41 could be open. Uh, the 99 potentially. I don't know that Daniel Suarez has a contract after this season that could be open. Uh, so there's a lot of puzzle pieces, but like these are like the mystery puzzle pieces that haven't been revealed yet. So you can't fill them into the puzzle yet because you don't know if they're part of the puzzle or not. And so it it does make it interesting. Just just you know, Stuart Haas sell some of those charters. So uh, does a colleague expand to three cars, or does twenty three eleven does twenty three eleven pick it up and and Zane Smith goes and takes the forty two, and John Hunter goes to the twenty three eleven. I mean. Cause, yeah, because before I guess technically I count the forty-two as a filled ride, but technically it's not, right? It's it's technically open at this point, although all signs would point to John Hunter taking that ride. So there is a lot of things still dart, you know, dots to be connected. Uh, does Dale Earnhardt Jr. buy out Tony Stewart and SHR switches to Chevy, and the, who knows what's going on, right? <laughs> uh, we don't, and and we're going to spend we a lot of the but time hey, over the off season speculating. Us, yeah, this gives us a lot to talk about this off season. Oh, although for sure. somebody did say like this is the biggest off season of no no changes i think it was and it's kind of fun because like denny hamlin right could have been a big change and there was drug out and it's not and truex is he gonna leave and then he doesn't like so there has been some some kind of just falling back into play stuff but uh yeah i don't know one other thing too uh and we'll, we'll probably talk about this more tomorrow on the truck series episode so tune back in for that but i think it's got some significance for the xfinity series carson quapole um son of travis quapole former Penske driver drove the 77 for Penske back in the day for a while. Um, he races. He once Josh Berry left uh, the late model scene for Dale Earnhardt Jr. and went to the Xfinity. Carson Quapel is the guy who took over that car in the late models. Young kid, he's been rising quickly. He's going to make his Truck Series debut this week in the seven truck for Spire, sponsored by HendrickCars.com. Dale Jr. loves this guy. Probably talked Rick into sponsoring this truck for him. A lot of rumors starting to bubble up that uh, Carson could be the guy that goes to the eight car and literally follows in Josh Berry's footsteps for JRM next year. So he'll be a guy to keep an eye on in the truck series, uh, potentially going to be in the Xfinity series next year. I don't know. He does need some truck and Xfinity, or truck and Arca series starts, I believe, um, before he's going to be able to have his license on all the tracks or whatever for Xfinity. So if they're going to do that, now would be the time to start getting some races. So with him being in this weekend here at Kansas, uh, he's definitely a name to keep an eye on when it comes to Xfinity because there's some potential that he could be an Xfinity Series driver next year and not just an Xfinity Series driver, but an Xfinity Series driver on one of the two biggest teams, right? So that, that could have uh, major implications as well. That could be interesting, something to keep an eye on. Let's talk Kansas, though. Well, let's talk Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats. Look, for those of you who know and have listened to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast before, Underdog Fantasy picks are now going to be a part of the DFS episode going forward. So once you do all of that, once you follow our picks, you can just sit back and do what you normally do on Sundays. Watch the game, watch the race. Plus, you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game or a single race by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. Obviously, check out our show on Friday. We will have, what, six picks dedicated 
to uh, you only need five, but we'll give you six just in case you decide to fade a couple of us or fade me totally. I don't care either way. Uh, have fun with it. Um, but you can watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with the promo code SGPN. Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Free season-long NFL Pick'em Contest during our free roll football contest. $1,000 for first place, $500 for second place. Plus, if you are a member of our Patreon, which I highly encourage you do that right now, you're going to get a chance to double your prizes, $2,000 and $1,000 to first and second place all NFL season-long. Plus, if a Patreon member wins the free roll football contest, you're going to get an autographed full-size Sports Gambling Podcast helmet, which includes guests like Joe Theismann, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John Saley, Eric Metcalf, and LeGarrette Blount. Nice. You're going to want that. Sign up now. The link is in the SGPN app. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon to get in for your chance to double those prizes, though. Uh, yeah, SportsGamblingPodcast.com Patreon. You get there for the weekly pickums. All right, it is the Kansas Lottery 300. It's the first 300-mile race since Charlotte. Uh, the rest of them have been, you know, hovering around that 150, 200, depending on what kind of track size it is. Obviously, we started out the season with three 300 races in a row, but this is the longest one that they've had in, in quite a while. Uh, that extra few hundred miles makes, or at least 100 miles, makes it a very grueling race for these guys. Uh, 200 laps around this mile and a half paved track for an even 300 miles. How nicely is that? Uh, just like Cody said, a couple of driver swaps, but nobody in here that is going to mess up their uh, their regular season chances. Still lots to race for. We said it earlier, the Cup Series race was probably one of the better races we've seen all season long. Uh, and so we expect to see a very good race especially with these guys battling for a lot of different uh, a lot of different goals on the on the race so uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun breaking this down I will tell you Cody um, I was not impressed like you said with the books uh, they did not give us a whole lot to choose from top three top five there's only so many top three and top five odds you can get the matchups were the same five drivers in different configurations and I I'm here to tell you that I did not like any of the top three odds or top five odds except for the ones that I gave because I, I, I threw a couple of the darts. But if it, they made this race very difficult to bet, I will tell you that right now. Yeah, I think it definitely a big difference after what we kind of got used to with having the cup guys in the field, right? And, and we talked about how big of an advantage that gave us. You had John Hunter Nemechek last week at 9-1, to one, and he had the best car all day. One of the cup guys did win it in cash, but the value was there. Uh, I do think that your point on uh, on the extra 100 miles, like last week was a 200-mile race. This is a 300-mile race. That could make a big difference in how this shakes out at the end. Um, so, yeah, so John Arnimacek goes from plus 900 last week to the favorite at plus 300 this week. Then it's Allgaier. Then Rod, it's Austin Hill. They figured it out. Austin Hill down to plus 450. Uh, bye-bye to his auto bets on the plus 200 top 10s or top fives. Those are all gone. Um, Let's see. I have, oh, this is what uh, we get. We should... I, I, there's a fine line between I, being a, I, a content creator and giving everybody the facts. I don't, wanna, yeah. I don't know if I want to talk about this stuff anymore, Rod. I just... 
be quiet and keep betting on Austin Hill top fives. Thanks for listening to the last episode <laughs> of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. We are going to keep quiet and just go to the Discord. Oh, People like, are listening. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's minus 175 for a top five now, so they figured it out. He's the third guy on here, as he should have been for such a long time. That's what we we're trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. And that's the type of stuff we're going to keep looking for. Like, we're going to find these advantages. The books are going to be slow. They're finally going to, somebody's going to look down and be like, why are we losing so much fucking money on this race? And they're going to figure out, oh, shit, we're not pricing one of the best guys in the field the right place. So that's how it goes. But all that being said, did still find some things that we like for sure. Um, I've got a couple of a little bit bigger numbers this week just because there's not uh, as many. I mean, uh, like a John Hernemacek, you know, he's he's minus 500 for a top five. Like he's minus 150 for Gross. a top three. Gross. I, I mean, uh, I, I, you probably I would still pay that, but I don't feel real great about giving that out on the show either. So it's like, uh, so you're kind of bouncing around a little, not not as, as sexy of odds for sure. So we did have to work for it a little this week. But that being said, I talked about it a few minutes ago. Brandon Jones, I do not feel good about it. Like you talked about yesterday, this is one. You've got to plug your nose when you make this bet. But I'm going to take Brandon Jones over Chandler Smith. It's minus 120 at Caesars. It is juiced up a little, but I love this matchup. Brandon Jones, much like we talked about with Bubba Wallace yesterday, just has something figured out on this track. Um, Of active drivers, Brandon Jones. And so Xfinity, we don't generally look too far back at track history because things change a lot, right? You got guys coming in, John Ernemacek, maybe started a Kansas in some crappier car, but like he's probably not been in a in a Gibbs car at this track or whatever. You know, things change a lot. So you don't usually look too far into it. But of the active drivers, John uh Jones does have the best average finish here since 2020. 6.3 average finish in those four starts. He finished fourth here last year. He won this race in both 2019 and 2020. So back to back years he won this race. Um Eight starts he has on this track. He's only finished worse than 11th one time. A couple of weeks ago, he finished third at Michigan. Kansas is mini Michigan, right? I think it was Ryan at iFantasy Racing that kind of dubbed it that mini Michigan. It's very comparable. He finished third there. Um, And so, although it's not been all great all season for Jones, it's been getting a little better, right? Um, And he's been really, really good at this track in particular. He's very good here. And this style, too. Michigan's another track he's always good at. We had, I think we actually hit a top three bet on him that day at Michigan. Um, but you look back at, at some of these comparable races here lately, Chandler Smith has not really done a ton for you at all lately. He's been kind of out to lunch. Um, he finished, did finish 12th at Darlington, and Jones finished 14th. So Jones got him in that, or uh, Chandler got him in that race. But Michigan, Chandler Smith 20th with Brandon Jones third. Charlotte, uh, Chandler was 13th. Jones was ninth. Uh, Jones is in the clearly better car. It's been the luck and, and the problems they've had, right? But we know he is a good driver. Um, he, he's always been in elite equipment, so I think that helps. But he's proven he can be really good. Um, and I think he's still got a chance to salvage the season. And this is his chance, right? He's got to win this weekend. So we'll talk about that some more in a little bit, Rod. That, that could be a possibility as well. But he's just so good and so consistent on this track in particular. Uh, I'm going to go out on the Brandon Jones if you've listened to the F1 Gambling Podcast, I picked a couple of guys the last couple of weeks and went out on the limbs with them. It's paid off pretty well for us. So going to do that again with Brandon Jones this week. 
I'm going to take him over Chandler Smith, minus 120 over on Caesars. It's hard to ignore his name when you look at the stats on this track and you see how many top 10s he has. You see how well he's done on this track because, again, you look at some of the seasons that he's had around the type of of, of uh, seasons that he had around this track, and it's sort of the same. It tells the same kind of story, right? I mean, like you said, in, in eight races, five top 10s, two top fives, or three top fives rather and two wins but like that's when he comes out it's like bad 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 and then boom all of a sudden here comes Kansas and he wins it's like that's that's the story or a top 10 or whatever so I mean when you say because we talk a lot about momentum and and we'll talk about that in a second too with my next bet but like you go oh well you you just contradict yourself saying well momentum plays a huge part of it well sometimes it doesn't Sometimes you can't explain why somebody pops up and has a good race at a specific track. And Brandon Jones is definitely one of them. That was one of the bets that I was going to suggest as well, too, as far as Brandon Jones is concerned. Because, again, it's very hard to ignore um, the success he's had on this track, regardless of what kind of season he's having, uh, either before and or after. It just seems like Kansas is the outlier for him. All right. Well, so this next bet I had in the docks as Sheldon Creed over the number 11 car. Well, as of today, that is no longer the case, but I am still going to select Sheldon Creed over the 10 car. It doesn't matter what car the the former driver of the 11 car is driving on any given week. I will take Sheldon Creed over him. This is at minus 110. I will say, though, that the 10 car... No, it doesn't really, it doesn't make a difference because again, just like Cody said at the beginning, I know a lot of people are going to say, but he's driving the 10 car now. Well, in a sense, the 10 car, the 10 will be on the car, but it will not be the 10 car. It will be the 11 with the number 10 on it. It'll be the same car. It's the same driver. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. It's the same driver. Um, For Sheldon Creed, though, we'll start on his side of it. We know how much of a role Sheldon Creed has actually been on over the last few races. doesn't matter if it's been a road course. doesn't matter if it's been a super speedway. doesn't matter if it's been Darlington. He has had four straight top 10 finishes. Sheldon Creed is finally turning it on at the right time. And we were hoping very much for a win in one of those races. We didn't get there, but we have gotten two second place finishes at Watkins Glen, at Daytona. Um, You know, it's just Sheldon Creed has actually been doing well for himself lately. On this track in particular, um, he's only got one start on this track. He started third, finished 11th, uh, and that was last season, his first attempt as an Xfinity driver on this track. Not a bad showing for his first time out. Obviously, starting third proved that he had some speed, um, and, and, and he was a good enough driver to, to get there, but finishing 11th, not bad. Daniel Hemrick, oh, I said his name. You might want to go ahead and bleep that out post, Rod. Beep. Uh, the number 10 car. Boy, I, I was reading. This is what formerly, I get. Formerly number eleven. See, that's a God. Why they have to? I think, I think that the guys at colleague must listen to this show. They got tired of us trashing nah. at number eleven. <laughs> they say, you know what? We're gonna throw a wrench into these guys' plans. <sighs> they did it. They did it. Um, all right. So for the number ten car, the former, the the artist formerly known as number eleven, uh, he has had only two top ten finishes in the last. God, going back to Elkhart Lake, Elkhart Lake, uh, where he finished 11th, 15th at Michigan, 27th at Indy, 23rd at Watkins Glen, third at Daytona, right behind Creed. That head-to-head, uh, Creed would have won that one, and 10th at Darlington, uh, Creed would have won that head-to-head as well. So again, we know that uh, he is prone to getting himself into trouble on this track in particular. Uh, he has 
a second place finish, two second place finishes, and, and a seventh place finish, but that was in the eight car. Uh, since driving the 11, he had a 15th place finish. The year before that, he had a 15th place finish as well. So uh, I think that was the year he won the championship, right? 2021. Uh, he started on the pole, finished 15th. So not really been his best track in the last couple of seasons. Uh, you talk about Michigan, uh, the number 11 car finished 15th at Michigan, uh, whereas our boy Sheldon Creed finished in 12th. So he would have won that head-to-head as well. So give me Sheldon Creed over the number 10 car now at minus 110. I like it. You have no argument for me to bet on someone over uh, number 11, now number 10. Um, and I've got I've got more on Sheldon Creed in a little bit, so we'll get back to him. To Sheldon Creed's teammate, Rod, they, they thought. They thought that they got away from us finding ways to bet on Austin Hill. They were wrong. We're back. We're going to bet on Austin Hill. I'm going to take him as the top Chevrolet, plus 210 over on Caesars. Um, again, this is just a good way to get in on, on Austin Hill. at still a good value if for money, right? So you could take his top five at minus 175. You're really paying up for it. This gives you an opportunity. Now, he could finish in the top five and not be the top Chevy. Of course, that's how that happens, but could go the other way as well, right? Chevy is loaded, right? They're the biggest manufacturer by far in the in all the series, actually but in the Xfinity series as well. Um, his biggest competition probably going to be Justin Allgaier, right? We know how good Allgaier is. Um, he's won on this track before, I believe, um, and he's had a success at some comparable tracks as well. Uh, but Justin Allgaier can be a wild card sometimes, right? That team makes a lot of mistakes. They, they do a lot of things wrong. Uh, you got Josh Berry, of course. He, he can be a threat here and there, although he's not been much of a threat lately. Sam Mayer, I'm going to talk about him in a little bit. Chandler Smith, Brandon Jones, I've made a case for. Sheldon Credo, you made a case for. Number 10, formerly known as number 11. But really, like looking at the top of this, it's it's not super, super top heavy. Like It's kind of all guy and hill, and then it's a tear break, right? And so if he can do a normal race how he should and just beat all you're likely going to cash this. And we've seen how fast has he been. I mean, he almost beat Denny Hamlin last week in that race. He's been good. He's been fast. Uh, and he gets it done, you're going to toss that extra 100 miles on there of anyone in this field? Who does that benefit more than anyone? It's Austin Hill. No, he's not a super – I mean, it probably benefits Austin Hill more than Justin Allgaier, who's the, the actual true veteran. But Austin Hill is just the guy who doesn't make mistakes, finds his way to get there. Yeah, like, it plays into his hand even more. So this is our way we're going to bet on Austin Hill this week. Top Chevrolet plus 210 over on Caesars. I absolutely love that one. That was another one that I looked at and uh, and wrote down and then noticed that uh, you had put it in the dock as well. So I will co-sign with you on that one because I've got more to talk about with Austin Hill later on in the show. So hang tight for that one. My next bet features Cole Custer over Josh Berry. Honestly, this is really because it's at plus money over on Superbook right now. You can find this at minus 115, I think, for the Custer side of it, um, other places that you look. But I'm taking this because I like the plus money side of Cole Custer over Josh Berry. For Cole Custer so far, um, especially the last, what, few races, he's got four top 10s in a row, sixth at Indy, seventh at Watkins Glen, fifth at Daytona, fourth at Darlington, Whereas Josh Berry, it, it just feels like the last, the back half of this season has not been the great, the greatest form. Started on the pole at Pocono, finished 24th, right? Finished sixth at Elkhart Lake. Started on the pole at Michigan, 
Got a second place finish, not bad, but I think he had to fight a little bit harder for that one than he wanted to. Uh, 14th at Indy, 20th at Watkins Glen, 17th at Daytona. Finally battled back for a fifth place at uh, Darlington, but again, it's a struggle for Josh Berry lately. It hasn't necessarily been the greatest of, of seasons for him. He has no wins so far, nine top fives. He does have 14 top tens. It's not bad. Uh, Cole Custer, on the other hand, has 16 top tens, 10 top fives, two wins in this one. Uh, and, and really, honestly, Cole Custer hasn't seen this track in the Xfinity Series since 2019. He had an 11th place finish there, but he led 85 laps around this track. Look, we know that Cole Custer can get things done. You talked about the extra 100 miles, Cody. This is another driver that that extra 100 miles is going gonna, is gonna to benefit. And, and we may see that play out. Josh Berry only has two starts on this track as an Xfinity driver. In 2017, he blew an engine and finished 34th. Who the hell was he driving for in 20? 2017 next gen motorsports he was driving the 55 yeah and then in 2022 uh he he finished seventh in last so last season he finished seventh in the eight car for uh, junior motorsports where we know him better but uh, again if you're going to give me plus money uh against two guys one who's kind of slipping a little bit and struggling where the other is starting to find a stride it's a lot like sheldon creed Right, Cole Custer's kind of getting there as well. So if you give me a, a heating up Cole Custer, I'll take plus money over Josh Berry. Man, Custer's very quietly just had like very, very solid finishes every week. Like not really a guy that's competing to win much, but he's right there in the top five every week. Plus money. Uh his cup series, lone cup series win, Kentucky, pretty similar track to Kansas. So uh yeah, no arguments from me here. And Barry, it's just it's not been great for him lately. Maybe he's already worried about the four car. I, I don't know what the deal is, but it's not been wonderful for Barry. So, uh, yeah, I'll back you up on this one, especially at plus money. Next up for me, Rod, back to that Brandon Jones. Well, uh, like you said, top five odds, pretty freaking watered down this week. It's very, very top heavy. So you got to look for some values out there and some guys that can position themselves to get into the top five. Brandon Jones is one of those guys. I'm going to take him a top five at plus 250 over on Caesars. Um, all the things I already said, right? I kind of laid out the case for him. Finished fourth in this race last year. In 2019 and 2020, he won the race. So in three of the last four races at this track, he's been in the top four. Michigan, just a few weeks ago, the most comparable track to Kansas. He finished in third. Last time I checked, that's inside the top five. Plus 250. I think this is a really good bet on Brandon Jones. Ah, Brandon Jones. We are putting a lot of eggs in your basket, my friend. Again, it's scary. Brandon Jones has had a rough season. It's, it's looked better lately. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'm so scared. It is. It, it's this is this is the same as betting on Ferrari. Like, yeah. really, this yeah. is the same as betting on Ferrari and F1 last week. And it was like, look, the, you know, Ferrari. They're going to focus on this track. This is their track. They've been good here, but like all season, they've just done nothing but shoot themselves in the foot and make mistakes and have this happen and that. But all the statistics from the past had said, play Ferrari this week. And it's the same exact thing. And just if you didn't pay attention to the F1 pod, Ferrari was good last week. So uh, it's the same thing with Brandon Jones. Like, you're you're worried about it, right? You don't feel super confident placing these bets. And it's like, you're just going to wait for him to fuck it up because that's what Ferrari does. That's what Brandon Jones has been doing this season. But all everything about the history here and this style specifically He's just really fucking good at. And so I think there's a lot of value, especially in a week where it's hard to find some good value out there and to, to find decent prices with as watered down as like the top fives are. Indeed. Well, I'm going to go back to the top five market myself. 
I threw a much longer dart at Riley Herps as a top five car at plus 450. <laughs> this one, I only did it for a couple of reasons. One, he needs a good finish. Like this Remember is, when we hit this bet like the first eight weeks of the season? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it, it, we, we knew that it was an auto bet, almost like an Austin Hill top five. Riley Herps as a top 10 was a lock. Top five was basically a lock, right? Obviously, we know that he started out the season with a sixth-place finish at Daytona, seventh-place at Fontana, eighth at Vegas, fourth at Phoenix, fifth at Atlanta. Like, we we were we were getting we were honing in on that Riley Herbst fantastic season. Then he kind of fell off a cliff. In Austin, he was tenth, which is not really bad, but twenty third, thirtieth, twenty third, twenty first, thirty eighth. Whoa, that was a, a bad. And then it just never really got much better for much longer past that turn around to the end of the season it's almost the same thing Watkins Glen 35th Daytona 24th last week at Darlington finally salvaged himself a sixth place finish so again like I said Riley Herbst needs this he needs a top five he needs to be uh in control of his playoff destiny because Parker Kligerman is not going to take it easy in fact you know the the guy he's fell on so much bad luck lately that it's not it's not even funny his team Riley Herbst team, they're going to both be laser-focused. He is a car that is capable of a top-five finish. They need that type of finish today, uh, or, or this week, rather. Uh, and, and he hasn't done it on this track. In his, in his starts in the Joe Gibbs car, uh, he, in the 18, he had a ninth-place finish and a 30th-place finish, uh, a twenty, and then in 2021, in the 98, a 13th, and a 16th in 2022. So there are zero statistical uh, uh, backings for this one, but I am just going to say that Based on the odds, based on the kind of driver we know he is, he got a sixth place at Michigan earlier in the season. Mini Michigan, sixth is just outside of the top five, which means that there's capable of him being able to get inside the top five. Oh, it's a stretch, and you're going to have no, to follow me. It's not a stretch. Like this, so this was the first bet that did that that hit the cutting room floor and didn't make it to my card. But so I'm really glad that you brought it up because we did we hit this Riley Herbs bet. A good four or five times early in the season, and it was just, he was so good, and he was up there. He had that long stretch where he didn't do good. You just made the case for his teammate Cole Custer to have a good day. Herbs can do it. He's one point, one single point to the good right now. They need to show up and have a good week to get him into the playoffs. It's a big deal for them. And you look back at the comparable tracks, like like you said, Michigan sixth place. That's one spot out of there. And Ty Gibbs was in that race and he's not in this race this week. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing with all of these races is there was probably cup guy. We've had very few races this season and a couple of dash for cash races. But other than that, there's been cup series guys in all these races, sixth place at Michigan, fourth place at Pocono. That's an intermediate, right? Nashville is a little shorter, but he's finished second there. Um, Was it, it was Darlington was sixth place last week. Uh, You go all the way back to California at the beginning of the season. Cup guys in that race, he finished seventh. California, much like Michigan, very translatable to, to uh, uh, where the fuck are we at? Kansas, Kansas this week. That's what I was trying to think of. Where are we at, Toto? Uh, but, but no, he's he's done really well in intermediates. Uh, yeah, he's had a really good season, and and again, they've they've got to get it this week to get into the playoffs. So, I think again, in a week where it is a little tougher to find some some good numbers. This is a great number, and another guy that can squeeze his way into the top five. It's not that big of a stretch at all. Um, so I think it's a good bet. What might be a little bit of a stretch, but I like it for the number, right? 
uh, a guy that I just I, I love to bet on, despite the fact that he doesn't usually pan out for us. I guess that's the theme of my card this week: Brandon Jones and <laughs> Sheldon Creed. Rod, um, top three is eight to one for Sheldon Creed. I had him penciled in at forty to one to win. I, I did delete that. I, I had it typed in the doc. I took it off. So I'm saying it for you right now. If you feel convicted on Sheldon Creed, forty to one, he just he shouldn't be forty. I get it. He hasn't won. He's come so close. All this stuff. Forty to one though, when his teammates won five races this year, like it just it doesn't quite add up. But gonna take Sheldon Creed um, for the top three. And, and Rod, in two of the last three races in the Xfinity Series, he's finished inside the top three. So. It's that, and it's the price, and he's capable of doing it. If Sheldon Creed wins one of these races at some point this season, nobody is going to be that surprised. We know that he can win. We know that he's good. We saw him be extremely successful in the Truck Series. I think he won. Did he won the championship? I think a couple years ago in the Truck Series, You're like very good there. He's been extremely good in the Xfinity Series, and like it's just he gets so close. They wreck in front of him at the road course. He takes the lead, and he still can't win. Like, but even without winning, you can finish on the podium, which is all you're asking for here at eight to one. Um, and, and he is a fast car. His teammates good week in and week out. Again, maybe a longer race. You know, maybe after 200 miles, Sheldon Creed's not in the top three. But then Justin Allgaier blows a tire and hits the wall, and and something happens to his teammate Austin Hill, or you know, things can happen, and he finds his way into the top three there at the end, or maybe they roll the dice with strategy. They're locked into the playoffs now, and they shoot for it and end up with a top three, right? We saw that with Carson Hosmar in the truck series last year, right? He almost won that race to get in. It was their Hail Mary, because I think that was, I remember if it was a cutoff race. It must have been a cutoff race, probably, uh, for the next round. But they, they had to win to get to the next round or to get in the playoffs, whatever it was. And they almost won, and he ends up finishing second, like, at the end, because John Hunter ran him down. Like, So it could turn into that type of race. But Sheldon Creed can definitely find a way, and an 8-1 to one, um, I, I think that the odds are good enough for Sheldon Creed uh, top three this weekend. I'd love to see it. I, honestly, just from a, a standpoint of, of watching our favorite Canadian, not from Canada, but from California, just finish well and, and really get that first win. It would be such a great, great, great feeling for him. So uh, I'm everybody's going to be happy when he does. Yeah, like, yeah. Again, the nice fucking guy, like every time you see him, you just want to hug him <laughs> and he's got his glasses on. Like, it's just man like poor like if when he finally gets it they're gonna line up like they did when Earnhardt won the 500 and everybody's gonna give him a high five like geez you finally did it buddy <laughs> I know and yeah and that's that's the feel-good story for those guys so I'll ride you on this one uh, I will also go to the top three market uh, it was gross it was gross the top three market but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just kind of go with one of the favorites I'll take Justin Allgaier at minus 125 as a top three car. Justin Allgaier, I don't really feel like I have to make too much of an argument. I've done it all season long. If you've listened to this show for five minutes, you know my love for junior motorsports. I didn't start out that way. It just it just happened to be that all the drivers that I pick every week are junior motorsports cars. But uh, I believe, Cody, this is my first one, isn't it? It is. Uh, I think Look at that. I picked yeah, it. And I've already... Him. I've already given out two bets on on JRM cars. Look so at you! you know. I, I I picked against one of the junior motorsports cars. Spoiler too, alert! So. I got more JRM cars coming up too. Yeah, it's a weird I, week. It is a weird week. Uh, <laughs> That's what happens when Joe Graf's in the nineteen. I can't bet on <laughs> on uh, JGR as much. It's don't, a it's a freaky don't, Friday. Don't, don't fall for it. Don't bet on Joe Graf this week. 
Um, all right, so for Justin Allgaier, again, he's got two wins on the season, 15 top 10s, 11 top 5s. Uh, as far as the top three is concerned, I mean, again, he had a third place in Chicago. I count that. Second at Portland. First, he won at Charlotte. Third at Dover. Second at Darlington. Um, second at Vegas. Third at Fontana. Third at Daytona. So he started out the season on a hot streak with top three finishes. And for this track in particular, he finished second here last year, which is kind of what I think the books are basing a lot of this negative money on. Just the fact that he's been one of the more dominant cars all season long. Place with a, a top three finish last season on this track. Uh, surprisingly enough, it was his only top three finish on this track. In 13 starts, he's got 10 top 10s, though. Four top fives. His average finish is 9.9. So I don't think he's a threat to win this race. But I definitely think that uh, this minus 125 is a decent enough price to pay for a Justin Allgaier top three. You know, you know that he is going to be in the mix. He's always in the mix. It's just a matter of can he steer away from his teammates? Can he stay out of trouble on the pits? And, and I mean, everybody has that same capability of, of losing positions in the pits. But it just feels like, you know, these top drivers sometimes, all it takes is for one person to, to, to get a little slow on the gun and they're behind the eight ball. So, uh, like I said, if Justin Allgaier can stay clean, if he can stay fast all day long, qualifies well too, because that's kind of important in this race. Uh, if you, if you qualify up front, the chances of you finishing up front are, are much, much better. But, um, yeah, if all those factors are there, I think this is a good bet, especially at minus 125, because if he qualifies well, this number will not stay at minus 125. I guarantee you that. Yeah, I mean, it's a clear-cut top three, right? Like, it should be John Hunter, it should be Allgaier, it should be Hill. Those those should be the top three guys. So if, if things go the way you think they're going to, uh, I think that's not a bad bet. Winning car number, Rod. Again, going back to this, this one cashed for us last week. What did we get this at? Uh, 17 and a half last week, right? Yeah, we took we the did. over because it was, you got all the Gibbs cars. It's dropped all the way down to nine and a half this week. So uh, it's at minus 115. I think it was that way either way, honestly. Uh, but I am going to take over nine and a half. So if you look under nine and a half, you're not getting Brandon Jones, which I've got enough other bets on him that that's a hedge anyways. Not going to have Josh Berry, not been super sexy lately. Allgaier, he's he's going to be the biggest threat to this, of course, right? We know he can win any given week. Sheldon Creed, uh, we're going to be happy if he wins because uh, we've got a big bet on him to finish on the podium, right? So that's fine. Sam Mayer, also going to be hedging off that here in a moment. And Cole Custer, uh, he can win, but not too worried about it. Uh, over nine and a half, you get the numbers 10 and 11 and their respective drivers. Derek Krause now in the 11, the artist formerly known as number 11 in the 10. <laughs> Uh, I don't think either of those guys can win. Chandler Smith actually potentially could win. Sammy Smith could definitely win. Joe Graff Jr. will not win this race. John, again, you're giving me the fastest two cars in the field with this bet, Rod. John Hunter Nemechek and Austin Hill. That's what I'm zoning in. Like, you're giving me both of those guys in addition to some other guys. Yes, please give me the over nine and a half winning car number minus 115. And also, you get guys like Riley Herbst could potentially win this race, right? Parker Klegerman throws some wild Hail Mary and wins it. Um, a guy like Brett Moffat's been good here. I don't think he'll win. But it's really, you're getting that sweet spot of Sammy Smith, John Arnimacek, Austin Hill. Those are the guys you really want. And a couple other guys that could potentially win this race as well. Um, and then again, I'm going to, when I get to the winning section in a second here, two of the guys I'm going to pick are under that number. So you're hedging off of those guys anyways. Um, and so this is a good way to, to balance that out. Uh, I love it. 
because you know I love me a good numbers bet, which is why I'm going to join you in that as well. Like we said, guys, the books really hamstrung us this time because we weren't going to give you 15 top five bets. That's just not responsible. So got to got to do something. So uh, I'm going to join you in the winning car number. I'm surprised. I really am that the odd side of this is at plus money. Uh, so at Caesars, odd is at plus 105. I'm not surprised. What well, number I, is John Hunter name a check in? Right? I get it. He's in the 20 <laughs> and he's the favorite. And so, but two of the next favorites are odd number cars. Yeah. And in fact, uh, yeah. And so the next two are e are even, it's just a weird mix, but I get it that John Hunter name check is the far and away favorite. He is the 20, but on the odd side of this, you are stacked to the gills as well, right? You got Sam Mayer, who could sneak up and win. You got Justin Allgaier, who we just talked about. You got Brandon Jones, who you just talked about. Uh, you have, uh, oh, wait, who's in the uh, the 11 right now? That's uh, <laughs> He could win it now that uh, number 11 is not yeah, in the number Jared, 11. Jared Krause is in the 11. Jared so Krause, enough. there you he go. can root for the 11. It's going to be so weird to actually root for the 11 car. I know, right? Uh, but you've got Austin Hill as well, right? I mean, those are some heavy hitters right there on the on the odd side of it. So uh, farther down the list, it's not necessarily that stacked. But those are some heavy hitters on the odd side, right? I mean, we're talking guys that have won races already this season. We're talking about guys that have won uh, many races in their career. So it would not surprise me if an odd number would end up winning this race. And I'll tell you exactly who I think it is in a second. But... Um, yeah, I mean, listen, the odd side of this at plus money, it's a good way to sort of keep yourself on the level if, if one of these other guys don't hit. Yeah, I, it's the John Hunter Nemechek thing for me, but again, a hedge off of this, right? Um, and the two other guys I'm going to give out drive odd numbered cars. So there, there is a, a lot of guys in odd number car that can win. Again, you're getting it at a little bit of plus money. So hard to argue too much against it other than, uh, than John Hunter Nemechek. I know, and we'll talk about that in a second. But there's a show I want to introduce you. If you haven't heard it before, you need to listen, especially with fantasy football season literally starting right now, right the second. So get stop. Well, dip, listen. Oh, to this. it's football eve, Rod. I'm so excited. Football eve. Well, football eve. Now, if you're listening later, well, it's yeah. you're already watching football. It might be football day. Who knows? It might be football day. We're past it. <laughs> well, well. Here's the deal. Listen to this show, and you'll get more pumped for football like we are. Hey everybody, if you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan, yes exactly, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab, market movers, after all, we are the Marks, he is my hubby, and she's J-Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. Oh, Cody, I have got a new reason to use my game time app. I just got a notice that G Love and Special Sauce is playing a show near me. Yay, for those of you guys not born in the 90s and you have no idea who I'm talking about, first of all, screw you. Second of all, uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing that show because they're a fantastic band. I was born in the 90s, and um, I, I will... Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is. You don't know who G-Love is special. <laughs> you were born in the 90s. That's the thing. You, if yeah, you lived I, through the well, 90s... Well, I didn't grow up. Yeah, I was young in the 90s. Exactly. So, uh, unfortunate. Sorry. Well, but I hope they you. use game time got- to go get that. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right Rod. Let's get to the winners. 
Give me the fastest driver in the fastest car at plus 300. It's the favorite. I get it. It's not as super sexy, but it's still plus 300. It's not, he's not shorter. I, I am going very, very large on John Arnemacek this week. He will be the fastest car. He will be the best driver. Um, last week, he was the fastest car. He was the best driver. It got him at the end, unfortunately, and, and that sucks, and that's always a risk, of course. But you look back, Rod, he won Michigan. Again, we're at Mini Michigan this week. He finished second place at Charlotte. He won at Auto Club, the other tracks most similar to this one. He led 88 truck laps in the Truck Series race last year and won the race. The only reason he didn't win more is because of that Carson Hosevar Hail Mary strategy at the end there, and Hosevar led a ton of laps late. But Nemechek would have led well over 100 laps, absolutely dominated this race, destroyed this track. He is going to be lights out fast this week. He is going to be lights out good this week. Nobody will have a car that compares to John Hunter's. Again, they've got to not shoot themselves in the foot, not make the mistakes, because we have seen that before. And that's the biggest uh, reservation with, with the, taking a three-to-one bet like this. And, of course, that's why you have some insurance plays, which we'll get to in a second. But I am very, very large on John Hunter Nemechek this week. He should be the best car, hands down, at a bigger track like this that requires a lot of speed. Nobody is as good as those J JGR cars. And the other two JGR cars are Sammy Smith, who I love, but he's so inconsistent. He's not had good finishes lately. And Joe Graff. And Joe Graff will make that car look slow despite how fast it should be. I don't know how he does it, but he does. He did have one good finish earlier this year, so I will give him props for that. But he usually sucks on this car, so don't bet on him. Uh, but John Arnemacek, all in, 3-1, to one, Rod. Insurance plays because you need them. Always good to have insurance. Again, looking for a sponsor. Reach out to us with your insurance ad to go in this place. Look, Sam I, Mayer. I could go. I could go. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. So I could do that. Come on, farmers. Too bad this, it's too bad this isn't the NASCAR Nationwide Series anymore, which is what oh, it was known as before right. it was the Xfinity Series. Because then we could have your Nationwide. nationwide. But, hey, Nationwide, Side. if you're listening. You can, this is your way to get involved back in, in Xfinity Series. <laughs> Anyways, Sam Mayer, 12 to 1. Um, this is just... He's good enough to do it. He's in a good enough car. Um, I don't feel overly confident that he's going to be one of the best cars, but but he has the opportunity to be. He's got two wins. Granted, on road courses, yes, but he's got that off of his back. He can get it done. We saw him last week get that shit beat out of that car. Come back for 11th place. Like Ended up still having a solid day. He finished fifth at Michigan, so he was in the top five. He could put himself in position again. Um, he finished second at Pocono, another bigger intermediate-ish track, whatever. Uh, third in Nashville, he was second place at Auto Club earlier on this season. So again, another very comparable track to this one. Uh, so yeah, give me Sam Mayer at twelve to one, and uh, I'm gonna do it again, Rod. I, I keep placing this bet this season, and it's gonna hit one of these times. Maybe this is the week. Brandon Jones is too good here not to take a twenty to one. I've laid out the case earlier. He is extremely consistent, extremely good at this track. He's won two of the last four races here. He can get it done. He's going to be fast. And they have got to win to get in the playoffs, Rod. If they have got the opportunity to make some Hail Mary strategy call, Brandon Jones might just do that. It might be enough to get him in victory lane. You've got to have him at 20 to 1. I will not argue with any uh, junior motorsports calls. So I like <laughs> both of those. And listen, as far as John Hunter Nemechek is concerned, 
you kind of have to at this point. It's it's almost like betting Kyle Larson a couple of years ago where you knew he was the fastest car. Chances are he's going to go out and win that race because he won 100 of, of 36 races. Um, so you kind of have to do that, right? And we've seen John Hunter. I, it's, I don't care about math. Math math is not my strong suit. Uh, in fact, you know, crayons were my, my fun. But um, yeah. <laughs> You're you, not in the Marines, Rod. Calm that's down. true. That's true. Well, I didn't say, I didn't say crayons were my meal. Cody, oh, I, I said crayons are my <laughs> my deal. Oh, you played with them. That's my, right. My not deal, even. not my meal. I didn't eat those. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Marines out there. We love you. But, I, you you, know, you gotta know. You gotta know that that's coming. If, <laughs> if you're a Marine, Marine, you accept that. You, yeah, you know, because so. you can you can come right back at us with a million different yep. things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you on the John Hunter thing. You kind of have to put. That's one of the ones that you'd be irresponsible if you didn't place some sort of bet uh, on an outright for John Hunter this week. Um, but for insurance wise. You talked about Austin Hill earlier and, and made the case for him to be the top Chevy. Well, I think that top Chevy could cross victory lane and win this entire race. So um, at four to at four and a half to one, it, it, it feels like it's been a while since he's won a race. Obviously, it was just at Pocono a while back, but uh, third place at, on the road course, fourth on another road course. He finished second at Darlington last week. What a what a run that was. He led 29 laps of that race too. That was a crazy one. But I mean, again, Austin Hill, Feels like he's one of those cars that's going to jockey every single week. Maybe he slips his way into a win this time around. Uh, you know, four on the season, right? Hard to ignore that. 18 top 10s, 14 top 5s. <laughs> Average finishing position of 8.1. Like, it's it's been Austin Hill's year. Like, he's he's going for the regular season championship, right? And and what better way to do that than to just flat out win this race and, and to put all the questions to bed right away. So I think that team's going to be trying to do that. I think they're going to be actively seeking. I mean, all of them are going to be actively seeking. It's not like he's got the, the monopoly on it. But, you know, there's guys and there's drivers that when you put the best stuff in their hands, they're going to get it done. He's one of those drivers. Um, and like I said, at four and a half to one, it's a little, little not what you want it to be. But I think that's another one that you kind of have to kind of sprinkle a little something on just in case he manages to get it done this weekend. Yeah, it's hard to argue too much against it. Uh, again, pick your poison of these top three guys. The same case can be made for Allgaier as well. Uh, for me, it's Hunter Nemechek. For you, it's Austin Hill. Pick your poison and then go with it. Surprised that I did not pick John Hunter. I mean, not John Hunter. Justin I was surprised Allgaier. you didn't take Allgaier. Yeah, yeah was that was that was it. But I, the only reason I didn't take Allgaier is because I just I I didn't see it. Like he hasn't won on this track, and and that's one of the biggest things. He's actually got a lot more experience than a lot of these guys on this track as an Xfinity driver, and he still hasn't won. So it's like uh, I can't I can't really give it to you on that one. Whereas a guy like Austin Hill, four wins this season, he's proven he can get it done just about anywhere. So uh, I'm, I'm going to roll with him instead. Um, I like it. All right. Get out your pen and paper. Let's go over these bets for this Kansas Lottery 300 from the Kansas Speedway. Cody started you out with Brandon Jones over Chandler Smith at minus 120 over on Caesars. I gave you Sheldon Creed over the now number 10 car at minus 110. Cody gave you Austin Hill as the top Chevy at plus 210 over on Caesars. I gave you Cole Custer over Josh Berry at plus 105 over on Superbook. Cody gave you Brandon Jones as a top five car at plus 250 on Caesars. I gave you Riley Herbst as a top five car at plus 450 on Caesars as well. Cody gave you Sheldon Creed as the top three car at eight to one over on Caesars. I said 
Allgaier would be a top three car at minus 125. And if you don't like the way I say Allgaier, then you talk for me every once in a while. Uh, at minus 125. <laughs> Cody gave you the winning car over nine and a half at minus 115. <laughs> I gave you the winning car number as odd at plus 105 over on Caesars as well. Cody said John Hunter Nemechek at three to one, Sam Mayer at twelve to one, Brandon Jones at twenty to one would be the winning bets to make. While I gave you Austin Hill, find him at plus four fifty over on SuperBook. That's the best price you can get for him to win this race. Cody, woof, we made it. I like it. It's beautiful. It's uh, we had to work work a little harder for it this week, but Xfinity has easily been our best series all season long. I'm ready to do it again. Me too. I feel like there's a little bit more of a case we had to make for a couple of these guys because these a lot of these yeah. guys we have to, you know, kind of stretch a little bit to make the case for what their what their price. There was are. no, uh, there was no. Have you watched the series at all this year? Notes this week. So nah, no, nah, there we was did, nothing. We did have to to work for it a little, but I still think we found. And again, that's it's good for us to have to to dig around a little, and you can still find, even though some things are gross, you can find some stuff that has value, and that you can build the case for why it may or may not happen. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good week. And again, if you just want to go bet John Hunter to win this race at three to one, and that's the only thing you want to bet, I, I wouldn't really blame it for that. Cause I think he is going to sweep the stages, win the race and do everything he can to try and win that regular season title. Well, we're going to have to watch this all play out for us on Saturday evening, afternoon, evening, afternoon, depending on afternoon. what afternoon. It's an afternoon race, three o'clock. <laughs> Time zones scare me. I don't care. But anyways. All right. <laughs> yeah. Try try figuring out our recording schedule. I'm always trying to, I'm always converting, which we generally just try to talk in California time so that we're on the same, like whenever we bring up a time, it's just like, we've decided it's going to be Pacific time, but then I'm always trying to convert that back and it shouldn't be that hard because it's two hours every single time, but I'm always trying to convert it and be like, if we're doing it this time, what am I doing at that time? And that's, oh boy, it can, it can get to. Uh, <laughs> I was telling Moonoff we need to create a, uh, a Moonoff from the NFL gambling, the N- NBA gambling, the, the pretty much whatever gambling podcast. Uh, yeah. A lot, all the other shows on the network. Exactly, you're right? all Moonoff. I was telling him that uh, we need to create a, a SGPN SGP standard time. Do. Yeah, that's what we that's need a to good do. Idea, actually. Yeah. That way, everybody's <laughs> on the same time zone. California, really, because that's where the bosses are too. So that's where the mother. <sighs> you guys, you guys, left coasters win, I guess. Hell yeah! Uh, all right. Speaking of winning. Hopefully you guys do a ton of that this weekend. Cody, as we get them wrapped up from this episode, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on X, at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Ton of NFL stuff out. Football's back, baby. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Uh, so yeah, got some good articles out there over there. Check them out. Uh, follow the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. Had an episode of that come out yesterday. A little recap of some mini car action later this week whenever they decide to bless us with odds. Back tomorrow with Truck Series, so come back for that as well. That's going to be a fun one. I think that's on Friday night this week, too, so we get a little get Thursday night football, Friday night racing, Saturday racing, Sunday racing. My God, this is a beautiful time of year, Rod. I love it. And, uh, yeah, follow the show as well on YouTube. Make sure you, you click the bell, click the subscribe, all the fun things that kids like to say. For the record, right now they've got Acropolis Rally odds in Greece, but no IndyCar odds, so we need to hurry okay. up with that. We're doing Acropolis Rally research after this. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link at the bottom. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it is in between media, Seth and Elliot holding down the back road this week while I, it's my week off, but my first, uh, my first article back for Sportsbook Review is up my Thursday night football props if you're listening in time. If not, I've got Sunday night football and Monday night football props on that as well. Find all of it 
in the Twitter bio. We will see you tomorrow with some trucks and then later on in the week for DFS and Underdog. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, have some fun with the rest of your day. Let's go racing and let it ride. And I'm